Perfect Talk is what it do. It's your man DJ Playboy back in the building once again. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and let's go. This week, we're going to talk about your man Donald Trump getting indicted. Also, we're going to talk about the tragic shooting that happened out in Nashville. Uh, we also going to talk about your man Jonathan Majors. A little update on his arrest. And finally, we're going to have Perfect Talk Product Talk with my guy Ambro. You know what I mean? He's premiering a new video, and he's just going to talk about the whole process. So, uh, stay tuned. It's Perfect Talk, baby. DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back in the building once again. Um, And you know I hate doing an episode without my guy, my dog, my partner. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What's good, brother? Chilling, man. What it is. Life is good. Life is good, man. I told I told the people it's been a rough, rocky couple of weeks. First off, we got to send uh shout out to our guy Spec. You know, he's been going through uh COVID and he's yeah. been, he's been he's been fighting it for a while. So, you know, I mean I told the people that he couldn't make it. And then I told him you couldn't make it, but I wanted you to make the announcement when you when you came back. You know, some life changing things, man. So uh I'll give I'll give the stage to you. Yeah, man. I had a kid. Sweet, sweet number two. Yeah, no, the the deuce. <laughs> yeah, a boy and a girl. It's it's cool, man. Just just doing the bonding thing. She's about two weeks old at this point, so mm-hmm. you know, just just busy doing a running around thing. Just came from a doctor's appointment, so. Nah, that's dope, man. I'm um, happy for you, man. Definitely. And then it's crazy because I look back. I'm like, I remember what three years ago. It was like Keith was the last one left. Nigga, <laughs> 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 you the last one left. <laughs> now you got yeah, more man. kids I- than me. Everybody, yeah, everybody had kids, and I ain't had no kids. It felt kind of cool, man. I'll be honest with you. Freedom, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you felt that difference so far? I mean, with the one, uh, and now the two. That, oh, that, yeah. That freedom shift. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. I, I definitely feel feel a change because you figure when you have one, when he's not with me, he's with my wife, and he's when he's not with my wife, he's with me. So mm-hmm. like when he's with my wife, I, I right, I'm gonna go do X, Y, Z. I'll be back. But now it's like the two. Especially in, in this first month, it's going to be hard to 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 balance the two. I mean, it's not impossible because people do it by themselves, mm-hmm. but it's it's really hard. Like really, more of, really a, ju- hard. More of a juggle in that. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. Plus, he doesn't. My son is not two yet, and he's not. He doesn't take commands all that well. So it's not like you can hold a baby and be like, "Hey, just go sit right there." Oh, hey, turn the TV on. Like you got to still do stuff for him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was saying that the other day, like um. My, the producer on the other podcast that we do, Ayo Nisha Friends, he was asking me, he's like, what's your daughter do when you record? And I'm like, I've been doing it for so long that she's so used to it that I'll just be like, yo, I'm, I'm recording right now. And she knows, you know, keep the noise down. She's chilling. And I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely don't take that for granted because I remember when it wasn't like that. I couldn't just yeah. sit her down somewhere. And yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome, though. And it's a crazy feeling just to go from where you are with stage one to like where she's at now. She just started doing track and whatnot. And you know what I mean? Like it, it, it definitely, nah, it goes fast, man. And it just brings things into perspective. Yeah. It's, I mean? it's funny. That's one of them, them parents and cliches. I'm sure I'm going to be saying it, but uh, you know me, man, I, I absolutely hate cliches, so, <laughs> but I mean, it's true though. Cause every parent to, to a person says it, it goes fast. Everybody. <laughs> Even when I don't feel like hearing it, but hey, man, that's your little one. It goes fast. Why, man, get your ass out of here, man. I want because <laughs> there's a connotation to it, like you're not appreciating it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm experiencing it. But um, now nah, it really does to the fact that I took a lot of pictures and I still feel like I didn't take enough. Right, you know right. I mean? And it's just like it's, it's, it's nutty. Even when she'll tell me what grade she's in, I'll be like, you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we've been doing this for that long, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. I mean, you know, even my son, he's grown, grown fast in these first. Well, kids in general grow fast. Like by the time you buy a pair of shoes, they grow out of it, and then 
like little stuff like that. Like, damn, man, like these he's done with the the these shoes already, or oh, now he got to get like real soles on his feet because now he's yep. walking like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the gross birds are ridiculous, man. But we can sit here and talk kids all day, man. But uh, let's get right into it, man. My favorite segment. When I ain't speak to Keith in a while, you know, we like to come in and do a little bit of catching up with Keith. Sing it! Catching up with Keith. Oh, uh, man, Keith. Like we, it, and something that's scary right now that, that we've been through is now we have kids, you know, and I don't know if your kids are in daycares or yet. My kid goes to school, but you see something like a school shooting, it, it, it puts things in a different perspective because now we look at it differently, you know what I mean? Yep. It's just differently. I don't even know. Like, the, there was a Nashville school shooting this week. And my child had went on a school trip the week before. And I remember thinking in my head, like, not that it's her first time leaving the school, like a school trip, but it's just as like, I think they were going to like a bowling alley or something like that. And it's just in my mind, it's like, all you need is a psycho to go to the bowling alley or yep. someone to have a bad day, a disgruntled employee. And it's like, you got this culture now where people just are like, we're just going to take out our frustrations on innocent victims. Yeah. Um, you got this trend now where people do the school shootings because from what I I, I read an article, it, it just tends to get the most attention. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of them go for. Like, uh, they want their story to be heard or whatever, you know, their manifesto is. And so with, with this one, it was unique because we had, like, a lot of different uh, facts come out. First headline I read said it was a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was weird. Then the other one said it was, like, a 28-year-old woman. And then I think the facts came out later that it was a, uh, a transgender um, individual that was assigned female at birth, mm-hmm. if I understand it, and transitioning to male. Um, but it just it just goes to show you because that doesn't that's itself is an anomaly. Like people born women at birth don't typically shoot up you know large mass, mass shootings. That's something not not common. I believe that over the uh, past fifty seven years, um, one hundred and fifty eight mass shootings uh, were carried out by males who were assigned at birth. Um, there was only five since in the past 57 years that were done by females. And uh, two of those, even, they was with the dude that was doing it. <laughs> so it's crazy. that rare, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that so it, it, no one knows. And then the person chose a Christian academy that was seemed like it was an elementary school. Um, and then, you know, murdered six individuals, uh, three children, three adults. Um, and you're desensitized to it now to the point that it, it has to be a school shooting, right, to even get this attention. Like, there's been tons of mass shootings this year. They don't even get that much attention. And it's like, even this is a little bit desensitized. Because I don't know how to explain it. You just hear it so much. Like, and it it sucks and it's sad. You you kiss your kids when they come home. You hug them because you're grateful. But it's just like, it's easy to get, like, uh, just another one. You know what I mean? Um, Audrey Hale, I believe, was the name of the shooter. Um, In this this particular incident, it seems like uh, Audrey was suffering from some type of mental distress, um, had a manifesto written out and, and just was dealing with issues. Even, even on the morning of the shooting, they said when leaving with the bag, the parents asked, you know, what's in the bag and they, it was kind of dismissed. You know what I mean? Um, so I can't imagine to go from that to hearing it. It was your child on the news later. You know what I mean? Even from that perspective, it's, it's such a tragic thing. Cause you always feel like, what could you have done? What, what could have happened? But, um, I guess how'd you feel when you heard the news? Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, to that point of being a parent, because school is just like a that that is supposed to be the safe pay, place, right? Like I'm, I'm gonna work, make some money for for my family, make sure they're good, and part of them being good, I'm be like, all right, I'm gonna send my kid to school because there's no other. You probably for some people, you probably trust the school more than you do with like putting them with their grandparents or something like that. Mm-hmm. For some for some people, so um, then for that to happen, that's 
is just crazy. And then the cops responded from, you know, I'm not no cop, so I don't know, like, what's good or bad. But, like, from, like, the news and stuff, cops said, yeah, they responded pretty well. They responded. They did a good job and still six people were killed. And that's, you know, just thinking about that is crazy, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if they did the perfect job, it would have been zero. But it's like they did it. The cops did a really good job responding, um, neutralizing the threat and all that type of stuff. And still uh, six people died. So that's. It's just a scary thing, and the, the thought of like, there's multiple people out there who are in a, are in like a position and have the the means and the motive to say, you know what, I'm gonna do it at a school, all right? Like this is probably not the last one. That's mm. just a, a frightening thought, and the you know cops and all of these people know that it's not the last one. And for me, being a millennial, for the past twenty since 2000, so for the past like 23 years, we've been dealing with terrorism. Let's say 2001, for the past 22 years, we've been dealing with terrorism in one way or the other. Like, whether it's a terrorist uh, taking a vehicle and running through a crowd or uh, explosions or mm-hmm. what, whatever it is. Like, so like, this being the new wave of, of terrorism, terrorism. Yeah. terrorism mm-hmm. uh, or terrorism of any form, like, it's, it's crazy. And then, and, and then all the white supremacy stuff is not done either. So they're also dealing with that. So it's just mm-hmm. an insane time. No, you're 100% right about that. And it's it's, it's scary because um, they said that between October 20th of 2020 and June 6th of last year, 2022, uh, Orgy purchased seven weapons. Wow. And you think about the mental health issues that we have in this country mixed with the accessibility to weapons. And it's like, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of think there might be a third factor too, right? Because like I said, it's typically males. There's a lot mm-hmm. of white males doing this. Not always, you know what I mean? We had the shootings in, in California that was actually back-to-back Asian individuals that had did something. So it's not, I'm not going to say it's only white males that do this, but it's like, it makes me think like, what is this culture that, is it the violence on television? Is it the video games? Like, what is it that just makes people think like, that's the move to go shoot up a, a group of people? And I guess we really won't know until a, a bigger study is done, but there's, it's... I don't know, like just the, the the being desensitized to human life, right? Yep. And then wanting to take out people who have nothing to do with whatever it is you're you're suffering from, whatever pain and trauma you feel is, and that's not new, you know. So a lot of serial killers took out their anger on on victims who had nothing to do with their trauma. Yeah. But it, it's it's just different now because it's like it's the places we think we could go, we could trust. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I send my kid on the bus every day. I I pick my kid up every day, knowing that she was taken care of. It's almost like you kind of just know it in your heart and you things like this come to show you that there's no security, there's no knowing, there's no taking it for granted. Like, it, it's a blessing every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... <clears throat> yeah, the joint like this, like, it, it happens, it's, it, it has happened so much, but each time it, it... I feel like the impact is just as strong as... At least for me and the people I know, like, the impact is just as much as, like, the, sh- the shooting before in the sense that you start appreciating more, like, your loved ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, like, also the shooting with that little kid that shot the teacher. Like, yeah. you think about stuff like that, like, just, it's a school. When we went to school, like, our parents were worried, but it was, like, fights. Like, I hope my kid doesn't come home with a black eye. Mm-hmm. You know, I would be, te- you know, you, your parents be like, I mean, I'd be terrified if our kid got robbed and all this type of stuff. Jumped or something, yeah. Uh, jumped, and all this stuff happened to, to us, more or less. And, like, you survived, but now, like, this is even... Uh, even more like it's the ultimate threat you know what i'm yeah, saying in your yeah. life so and it's like they at least our parents had the uh they, they knew that they could give us advice 
or right. how to try to avoid those situations. What do you tell your kid to avoid this? Right. A psycho coming into your school and just shooting things up, man. So thoughts and prayers definitely uh, with the six victims. Um, Evelyn Deckhouse, William Kenny, Haley Scruggs, um, Cynthia Peak, uh, 61-year-old, Catherine Kuhn, 60-year-old, and Mike Hill, um, 61-year-old custodian. Uh, definitely thoughts and prayers with their families or the victims. And, and you don't even know what to say at times like this because it... it it hurts everybody, you know what I'm saying? It hits everybody, and and, and it, it goes to show you, hug your kids, man. Hug, hug your loved ones. Don't take it for granted. All those little stupid arguments and fights that we have, it really it comes to show you that it's not that serious, man. Like, there's much more serious issues in life. And let's start to focus on mental health. Let's really start to take it there, because if, if you see something that you know, you know what I mean, reach out to your friends, talk to them, don't be afraid to tell somebody. If it's a false alarm, then take that risk. You know what I mean? But at least you know that you, you spoke up and you ain't got to sit with regret in your heart after something like this happens. Um, catching up with Keith. Donald Trump was indicted in Manhattan grand jury <laughs> on more than 30 counts related to business fraud. Uh, first time in American history that a current or former president has faced criminal charges. Um, Keith, what is going on? Is this... Now, this is in relation to the Stormy Daniels stuff, right? If I'm not mistaken, Alvin yeah. Bragg was the uh, district attorney in Manhattan who decided that he was going to um, move forward uh, with, with indicting Donald Trump. It uh, looks like it was a payment scheme and a cover-up for Stormy Daniels. Um, so, I mean, when we first heard about this, Trump Trump brought it to our attention. And we yeah. kind of was like, oh, man, maybe nothing's going to happen. Maybe he was just doing it to get some support and get some hype behind himself. But it looks like, um, and I actually, when it did come out, I didn't understand it too much. Like I'm looking at spec, like you ain't allowed to get somebody hush money. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can't do that. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got some, some odd messages to delete. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it also involves because, um, uh, campaign funds where yeah. it looks like it might've been used to pay for it and then, uh, try to cover it up as legal fees. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's looking a little, I don't know. What What do you think? I mean, I I I guess a week ago, if you would ask me, I'd have been like, eh, I knew they wasn't gonna arrest him. It's silly. Everybody's saying it's the weakest case, but I mean, it was this political theater right now. What What's happening? It might be, but it's still a, a district attorney prosecuting a person. Like you know what I'm saying? Like people mm -hmm. all over the news is like, well, Alvin Bragg is this progressive uh, um, district attorney. You know, Trump is Trump. He's mm -hmm. he's the he's a Republican, the Republican icon at this point. So. One could say, oh, well, this is a political hit job, but the DA still has to operate within the law. Like, he can't make stuff up. Mm -hmm. Well, he could, but I mean, there's a heavy penalty for something like that. So there's actual stuff. That I, I'm assuming that the DA, the prosecutor, saw that the dude violated some laws. Listen, I mean, I ain't no lawyer, but dudes like me and you could look at a dude like, man, he ain't right, man. I, I, I just don't fuck with that dude. Yeah. And this is not even politically. Like it's like, yo, uh, if Donald Trump was just, you know, there's a dude in your circle who's just like Trump, and he was like, yo, man, let me borrow five hundred again. Nah, <laughs> I ain't got it, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, he, he just ain't right. That's that's just how I I feel about him. Some people agree with that, but say, but nah, but he's gonna put the policies in that I like or whatever, and that's fine. But um, yo, man, you can't. Ultimately, you know, you have to pay for one of these joints, whether it's through karma or, or you know, facing the judge. Yeah, it does. You're right. Everything always comes to light. Uh, they said Trump is expected to appear in court um, this Tuesday, so of next week. Um, so we're gonna see what happens from there. But it's 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 funny too because he calls her horse face. <laughs> Stormy <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a surprise because it comes from Trump, but it's also like, I mean, isn't uh, didn't he admit to paying her for sex? 
<laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, are you insulting the person? He paid her for sex. I thought I thought that was that was the part that was what he was trying to keep on the raps that that she was oh, paid wow. to have sex with him. Um, oh, that no, could I be didn't. maybe yeah, maybe no, I'm maybe, wrong. Yeah. maybe 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 that's part of the charges. Like maybe. But either way, I mean, you still slept with her. It's like me. It's like when the dude tries to holler at a girl and then yeah. be like, "You ugly anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you anyway." You know what the problem is? Is that Trump tried to do regular dude shit, but he's way too big for it. Like even before he was president, he was too big. Well, before he was president, he was a bit too big for it. But he became president and he's out of office. He's way too big to do normal dude stuff. Like, you could imagine one of your friends or one of my friends saying, yo, man, I cheated on my lady. I got to figure out a way to keep this lady. He just, the, <laughs> the side piece quiet. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or, oh, well, you know, I got this contract. I mean, he, he ain't hunt me down for the money, so I'm going to just wait like another six months before I pay him back mm. or just not pay him back at all or shit like that. But I heard that's how Trump rolled. Yeah, yeah he just rolled like that. Yeah, he rolled too he much like that. a regular dude. He yeah. got <laughs> and he be hiring regular dude lawyers and shit like that. <laughs> Michael Cohen got his like law, law degree in the Caribbean or some shit like that. It was some crazy like it's insane. Like when you that big, matter of fact, when if you half as big as Trump, you can't. You gotta go for some wild Harvard Stanford type dude that got the, the wild Park Avenue, <laughs> uh, Ocean Avenue in my whatever the biggest lawyer is in that jurisdiction. Like that's who. You got to go at least top five. He's going with like normal ass dudes talking normally on TV and shit like that. And he, I guess that's been working for him, but. I heard he's cheap. I heard like he cheap, like he likes cheap labor. So he tries to go for, you know what I mean? Uh, just not quality, but whatever, the most he could get out of you. And then yeah. typically fire you before he has to pay you sometimes. That's crazy, um, man. He got a, <laughs> had a weird ass doctor. Yo, this is the most healthiest president in history. <laughs> what? <laughs> Said that shit. On, in a letter or written lines, come on, bro. Like, you got to hire some smooth, slick back type dude. Like, cool, you know what I'm saying? But look how you mad rolls, pinstripes on their shit. Yeah, it's like, in the middle of a, he's trying to make an official, like, statement about an indictment. He's just like, Stormy Horseface Daniels. Wow. <laughs> like, just, just like, it's, like, we're just supposed to, like, roll over that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, my man's crazy, man. But, uh, yeah, we're going to see what happened with that. It's political theater still playing out. And I guess as we get close to this election, it's just going to get crazier and crazier. But we see what's happening with that, man. Catching up with Keith. Uh... A white Mississippi uh, TV anchor was terminated for using Snoop Dogg's for shizzle my nizzle phrase on air. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I don't know if you've seen the clip, but it was just a. It was a lady talking on the news, a white lady. Um, and as they were about to flip it back to another uh, anchor, she hit him with the for shizzle my nizzle. Hold on, let me, let me see if you can hear it. Wait, they were interviewing Snoop Dogg. Nah, nah, nah. Oh. They were. It was. They were talking about. Hold on. <laughs> so she just threw it in because he said you have a Snoop Dogg tattoo, and she just said for shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> she got fired. Well, what the ground? After twenty years, uh, racism, I guess, because they said that the term means for sure, my nigga. <laughs> like how they defined it for sure, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, it's like I know that the the shizzle means sure, but it's like it's weird because. We did like when you say it at the time when we was actually saying it, like you didn't mean for sure. Like you just sound like it sounded good because, it, like it would be like no dizzle. Well, we actually did say no dizzle, but I never <laughs> said for sure. Like for sure, my guy, for sure, my nigga. I mm -hmm. never said that. But anyway, that's fucked up. Honestly, man, I think that 
And I mean, if anything, she she should have been like like suspended or something just for being unprofessional. But I feel yeah. as if like that term, like I don't know. Oh, and and what's funny is my my girlfriend's much younger than this woman, um, and she didn't know what that phrase meant. And I was like, I was like, but I did tell her I was like, you you can get called out <laughs> for that. Well, one, right. you know you're I mean? eligible. Yeah. You're eligible yeah. to get like, but it's like <laughs> you're not at the top of the. You shouldn't be at like the top of the cancel list. Like, there's a few other people you should go through first before you cancel that person. Well, I guess in this particular situation, she had previous stuff. Like, looks like she was Damn. talking to a black reporter refer- before and re- referred to her grandmother as a grandmammy, and somebody took offense to that. So Damn, he's burying start- the lead, man. You put the other shit up first and had me, t- <laughs> had me defending this lady? I didn't know, the- know all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, a year ago, she wore a do-rag to work and just swinging chickens at people. No, nah, no, nah, but Whoopi Goldberg and Charlamagne the God, among others, have come to her defense. Um, DJ Envy said something like, "I don't think she should have been fired." That might not even mean what nizzle. That might not. She might not even know what nizzle means. Yo, come on. Uh, we gotta like stop it, man. That's not a reason to fire that woman. Yeah, I, I agree, but also I, I, I mean, it, it, it could have also be behind the scenes shit that they were looking for an excuse to get rid of. You know what I mean? And she just gave it to him. Um, I think though that one is a, a stretch because Snoop Dogg is, is one of those people that transcends culture. You're right. That you might repeat a Snoop Dogg phrase, like you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think what was what was popular when he first came out. Like, um, ain't no fun. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Someone would be like, oh whoa, <laughs> that you know what I mean. That's enough. What are you trying to say there? You know what I'm saying. Or, or bitches ain't nothing but hoes and tricks. You know what I mean. It was one that oh, you know what I mean. That that one is is not ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> that is that definitely is no shizzle. That's not no, no shizzle my nizzle. That's that's a bit more like just hey, this is what it means. <laughs> uh, but yeah like i said um barbie bassett did have to apologize in the past um after uh referencing the co-worker's grandmother as her grandmammy um I, oh, oh, i'm reading here they said uh because mammy carries a racist connotation well yeah and it was historically used to refer well, to a black woman what uh what uh it's a local news right do you happen to know where state? at um let me double check i, I know it's down south because she has a bit of an accent so I mean, but then again, that could be anything. Mississippi. Mississippi news anchor. So Yeah, she, that's a she, tough she, one. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> she had the, the ground zero of Mississippi burning. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I gotta analyze this. It's a good thing Step you this back, is, right? The, the people get to watch me spontaneously think about their shit in real time. Cause now this evidence being laid out just make me feel different. Now it's like she most likely is racist. I mean, <laughs> But it's like, is it like fireable or like, is it demonstrably racist? I don't think she was trying to slip. Or, I, I, and and I'll, I'll play the clip on here, but I don't think she was trying to be racist. Now, sometimes some people try to slip racism in. Yeah. <laughs> like this one's going to get through the, cr- I don't think that was it. But um, I like, I like how you said you had to back up off a bit and sit your cup down. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about this one. <laughs> Yo, I had to think about it, man. But you know, the interesting thing about people, uh, particularly white people from, uh, like Confederate areas or pay, play, areas that have like a um, like a legacy of of like heavy racism. Like sometimes you'll meet a person and you could tell they really like like black persons or, or p- persons of color. Mm-hmm. But there's the sy- systemic joint, like the joint that you can't remove from like culture, like just how you live in a certain area. So there's probably even black people who's like, yeah, she, grand, that is my grandmammy, like. 
You know, I don't know how they talk down there, but if that's how they talk, like, yeah, yeah, it sounds man, crazy on exactly. TV, but it's like, if that's how you talk around, like, in that in that area, because people actually do call their, their parents, like, their mother Mammy or their, their, mm-hmm. their grandma, uh, grandma Mammy. I guess you got to, the same way, I guess, if we walk into a job, we got to take whatever phrases we feel comfortable around our friends right. and maybe leave that outside, she's going to have to do the same. Um, and what I would say is if I did go start a new job somewhere and someone said for shizzle my nizzle, I'm going to be offended. Like, <laughs> not even just racism. Like, what the fuck you talking to me like that for, bro? Like, <laughs> I got a sociology degree. What's going, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that, you know, there's two sides to it. You are right, man. It is offensive. But the fire, I feel as if, but she has priors, though. I don't know, man. Nah, that's that's a dope story. Yeah, man, boy. We're going to move on, man, to my other favorite segment that we like to do. It's called Have You Heard? I see headlines in the news, and I talk to my guy, Keith. I guess this last one could have been um, in catching up with Keith because it initially started last week. But uh, Jonathan Majors, have you heard? And he got caught up in a bit of an assault charge. Um, it, police were called uh, to an apartment, I believe, in Manhattan, um, and Jonathan Majors was a, a, a arrested. Uh, but he did proclaim his innocence. His lawyers came out and said that you know he will be proven innocent. And this week, it looks like Jonathan Majors' attorney provides purported texts from women. So sorry, from woman in alleged assault. It came out that the woman that made the complaint was his girlfriend at the time, and there were some text messages that were brought out i mean we allegedly are from uh the, the same lady um and text that said things like they assured me that you won't get charged they said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight um also said the text i'm so sorry you're in this position we will make sure nothing happens about this i told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone um and another message sent hours later i reiterated how this was not an attack and they they, they do not have my blessing on any of the charges being placed I read the paper they gave me about strangulation, and I said, point blank, this did not occur. It should be removed immediately. Um, but it looks like CNN wasn't able to verify um, whether the text messages came from the accuser or not. Um, case is still ongoing. But even so, I, I, I was told that Jonathan Major's lawyer released this. I'm like, I don't know, that seems kind of TMZ yeah. <laughs> for a lawyer to kind of put that. seems like more like a publicist would leak that. To, to like, all right, let's get kind of this negative backlash against him away. I don't see why. I don't know. That's, that's weird. But I... I, I said I'm gonna wait till the facts come out, but I'm gonna let you speak on this this situation. Me too, but also the, the from what we do know, I know one thing. Man, Trump changed the the, the practice of law. Man, lawyers, and lawyers, politics were yeah, <laughs> man. Like he he just changed the game because I would like to imagine that Jonathan Majors got him a you know a, a pretty good lawyer. Lawyer said, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do press release. <laughs> 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 leak text, <laughs> leak text, leaking text and stuff like that. That's I, I don't know enough to know if that's a bad strategy or not. I know it's unusual from from what I'm accustomed to for sure. Well, to, to your point though, so yeah, lawyers are moving different because I, I, the Michael Irvin um, sexual harassment. His lawyer had a whole press conference doing a play by play on the replay. I'm like, don't y'all wait till court start? <laughs> he like, if you look right here, this gentleman comes in from the outside. I'm like, this is in a press conference. Like he going hard in the paint, but like, yeah, they they went in the court of public opinion, I guess, because I guess they know how information goes out. You 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 contain a jury real quick. Look at Crump, look at Benjamin Crump. Look at uh, Gloria Allred. Like they known for press conference. Like if something's happening, and they involved. You know for a fact there's a press conference happening somewhere. 
mm-hmm. the cameras and, and, the, and the news microphones all set up and everything like that. So it's just a different time. But, man, it, that's, it a, that's a tough one, man, because right now, yeah. Jonathan Majors is having a beast of a moment. This exactly. dude's moment, like he is, well, before this was is at his peak and potentially still rising. Marvel, Creed. That's it. Need to say nothing. He had he has a um a, a, a old Negro pilot movie like hitting all the 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 the, like the, the, the syllabus like he's hitting all them shits all in the span of like a year or two. This is like Chadwick Boseman numbers, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So hope it ain't true. As as with usual with any of these things that ever come out, I always hope that it, that it's not true. But if it is, man, fuck. That would hurt me though so much. Like you wait till the height of someone's career, you know what I'm saying? And then it's always like something that comes out the woodworks or just somebody just decides they're gonna move like you know what I mean? Just when they see somebody blowing up. Sometimes success is so hard to see people. But on the flip side of it, we've seen people fucking up themselves. Yeah. Right? Like we've seen the Kanye's fumble the bag and and and, and just done dumb stuff at the height of their career. So it could go both ways. And and we rooting for Jonathan Majors. In terms of innocent till proven guilty, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We're going to let the facts come out on this one and, and hope that, you know what I mean, um, it, it works out for everybody involved. And the, tr- and the truth is he's mad likable because if you notice, like, the, there has not, I have not heard of a cancel mob yet come at, you know, come after him, whereas some other people, mm-hmm. they're like, nah, this dude's an animal. For him, it's, everyone's is hitting, hitting you with that caveat of, if, if when the evidence comes out, da, 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 and we rarely hear that nowadays, and that's just yeah. show how, his moment and his star is extremely bright to to afford him that type of grace from even, you know, the, the Twitter heads out there who like to attack people like that. Yeah, you're right, because Tory Lanez didn't get all that. Like, as soon as it came out, motherfuckers is canceling Tory. <laughs> yeah, he shot, he shot <laughs> a foot off, man. He make music, so, you know, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> nah, but, but you know who did come after Jonathan Majors? Everybody, like, the, the sensitivity police. Mm. People who felt like, oh, you wearing pink? Or you hugging Michael B. Jordan? Like, come on! Like that was—I thought that was the corniest move of all time. Like that pisses me off because I hate anything that puts black men in a box. I hate yeah. when you gotta fit uh, a status quo. You gotta fit what people's expectation of you like. And I like that he was speaking out against that and and, and defending himself, but in a in, in not an ignorant way. Right. Like, fuck all y- not, He ain't go soldier boy on y'all. He, yeah, he, yeah. He, he said his thoughts real intelligent of why that is such a stupid outlook to have. Right. And stop trying to like put black people in these in these box, especially black men. I, that 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 hurt, man. But uh. We gonna move on, Keith. Have you heard? You have you heard about Florida's stop woke uh, law in terms of how it, it it applies to like schools? Um, how they try to stop the mention of of race in in like a lot of these books, uh, or blaming a race. You mm-hmm. know what I mean for for a particular thing. Um, well, now it looks like a publisher on their own because I don't believe that this law has been put into uh, action. <laughs> but a publisher in Florida on their own decided that they were going to remix some of the stuff in their social studies books. Um, and in particular, the, the lesson taught on Rosa Parks um, initially said that the law said that African-Americans had to give up their seats on a bus if a white person wanted to sit down. Um, but they remixed it and said that uh, she was told to move uh, to a different seat because of the, actually, hold on, because of the color of her skin, right? Without mentioning the actual color of her skin. So without mentioning that, you know, like black people suffered from this or that this was the law, they kind of like leave it ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, how are you teaching civil rights <laughs> without mentioning the, the, the law? Uh, I want to read the exact Rosa Parks one. It said, Rosa Parks showed courage. One day she rode the bus. She was told to move to a different seat. She did not. 
she did what she believed was right. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. This is really like a high school book or something. Uh, it looks like K through six. So, oh, okay. Cause uh, I'm about to say okay. it sounds like a, like a like my son wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> she went on the bus. Bus driver said move back. She said no. Because <laughs> it was because her skin. And then the kids be like, she had a skin conditioning like eczema like me. <laughs> she got nah, this, is, this is just stupid, bro. It's just it's this whole stop woke uh, campaign, which I the term woke I didn't even like to begin with. <laughs> so I, I don't even want to like go on the be like I'm like, yeah no nah, I am woke because <laughs> I didn't like the term to begin with. You know what what, what what sucks about the term woke is that it was com- it's been completely gentrified. Like it's it's. It was gent- it was first gentrified and it remained like a, a good thing, but then mm-hmm. it was even further gentrified and villainified, and, and, and became vilified. It's, imagine if Harlem, right? You know what happened in Harlem is that a, b- a bunch of young, uh, a bunch of young white people started moving in from from out of town or whatever, and gentrified in that way, drove up the rent. But then imagine if Congress people say, you know what, we're actually going to live in those apartments too and then drive up rent to like 5000 a month and shit like that for, for a one bedroom. That's what happened to the word woke. Like Congress people, <laughs> um, uh, politicians like, oh, th- this word woke and use it as this, this vilified thing. Remember it was just used for hotep dudes, man. Like dudes were like, man, you better say woke, man. They putting that, that shit in your water and all this type of stuff, which actually turned out to be true. But um, but it, it, it was like that. Woke meaning that you have a certain level of awareness to that. You're not just letting the bullshit just fly by you. Yeah. They can't pull one over on you. But I have heard about that shit. I I don't know about it on like a legislative like what's like rule books Law. level. Yeah. But I've heard the shit like for instance AP African American History the, the public schools in Florida or some district won't allow it or something in their schools. Some with DeSantis like he's doing this whole the, the Florida is where woke goes to die. <laughs> Pretty yeah, that's, that's what they running with. Yep, you're right yeah. about that. St- Studies Weekly was the publisher that that did this particular one, um, and they said that they did this. Basically, individuals in our curriculum team severely overreacted to the interpretation of the HB seven, um, and unapproved and made unapproved revisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, they heard DeSantis talking about it. it was like, let's get it out. <laughs> let's get it out another one they had was Roberto Clemente uh, Roberto Clemente was a famous baseball player he was a responsible citizen he helped people in need he gave people money and food he taught children how to play baseball no mention of his race or background anything like that uh, Fred Korematsu um, who's an Asian individual uh, he grew up in California he wanted to be treated with respect some people treated him differently <laughs> he worked hard for everyone to be treated with respect like, like, what are, like, come on, bro. Like, it's just getting silly now. And my thing is, like, why would you want kids not to know the history? Yeah. That's the part I don't get. Like, we talking about, oh, it might make a kid feel bad. It might make some little Johnny go home upset. So? Yeah. <laughs> like, would you rather him be ignorant? <laughs> be, be spewing out crazy facts? Because now it, it just, it's just silliness. Yeah. Well, it makes the parents feel more upset than, than the kids themselves in general. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know. Well, what I don't like is, uh, you know, if you alienate somebody on purpose, on, aside from the the content. So if y'all studying the content and <clears throat> you see a white kid over there, be like, yeah, your people owned mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like that shit there. And I think it, it does happen. But I think that um, when you have policies like that, that they... Th- 
they are making these policies and having people believe that this type of thing is more rampant than it really is. Like this, ha- it's, it's, it's like it will be like a one-off. But most people they hear about, oh, word, color of his skin, he's black, got treated badly, and there's racism. Okay, that's crazy, right? And you internalize it in, in whatever different way you internalize it. But I, I don't think, by and large, that that people are just feeling terrible about the color of their own skin, and that's the the narrative that's being put put out there. Like, oh, well, kids are coming home saying, oh, is it evil to be white? And I, I doubt that's happening. Like on on a on a wide, uh, like a wide basis. Yeah, yeah, just loud voices, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Two, the Twitter shit. Yeah, I heard two white women talking in the supermarket yesterday about curriculum, yeah. and I damn sure was lingering trying to figure out mm-hmm. <laughs> what they had a problem with. I couldn't checking these out. melons <laughs> extra long. Like, yeah, we'll just, we'll see what the fuck this pumpkin's about. What y'all talking about? <laughs> I was like, say, say, critical race. <laughs> no, I, yeah. could, I couldn't figure it out though. But uh, yeah, man, moving on, man. It's a sad story. Something that that as parents, I think it is important to know. I didn't even know this type of stuff still even happened. But thoughts and prayers with Flo Rider, his six year old son, seriously um, injured after falling from an apartment window. And I, I feel like that was something we used to hear about a lot back in the day, right? Like especially when we were growing up, about how kids would fall out because they didn't have the bars yep. on their window. And this happened in New Jersey. And I know this this law in New York where they have to have the bars. I don't know how if New Jersey works the same, but it looks like um, the boy's mother um, filed a lawsuit against the landlord on Monday, alleging that her son fell out the window after she filed several complaints, claiming that the window had faulty guards. Oh, so, yeah, I guess even the guards were in place and they just didn't protect the kid in the situation. But, like, it, that's scary because someone, Florida is rich, you know what I mean, before, and, and, and he just won a big lawsuit, so even more rich. So when you hear about rich and powerful people still being victims of something like this, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um Six-year-old Zahar Dillard sustained serious injuries after he fell out in a window, a window onto hard concrete. Heard he had a collapsed lung, broke his pelvis, um, ton of injuries, you know what I mean? But um, by the grace of God, survived a five-story drop. So, you know what I mean? Um, definitely thoughts of prayers over them there. But, like, yeah, nah, that's... I just felt like we had to mention that because that's something I feel like I haven't heard of in years, bro, about, like, you know what I mean, kids having these tragic falls due to the stuff like that. And that's that's like the same way they got to check on all these bridges and the, yep. the infrastructure. You got to go in these buildings and, and, and check on, like, the guards that are supposed to keep these kids from, from dropping because it, it still happens, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Apparently, so... Um, oh, that's a lot of... I'll probably be on the local news and local news is kind of, you know... Yeah. You know, we don't get in touch with it as much with this type of shit. 100%. Happens. No, no yeah. you, you're right because... The only reason I knew about it was the Shade Room talked about it, and then EJ, DJ Envy was talking about it on the Breakfast Club. He mm-hmm. said something like he heard about it from his lawyer friend. He didn't even hear about it through the news. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I guess it was really like, yo, once people found out Flowrider was related to it, it became news. But it's really just something that is just important to know whether you're a celebrity or a normal individual. Like this is a day to day shit. Like you know what I mean? That that that's a real concern. You can't keep your eyes on your kids at all times, and you should at least be able to trust that the place where you live is going to prevent something like this from happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard out there, man. Just, just protecting the kids. There's that balance of, all right, well, you know, let, letting them experience life, but also trying to manage the risk around them. And, well, this is different. Like, the crib was inadequately, you know, whatever. Like, the window guards are messed up. But, like, when you think about, like, um, Usher's son or stepson, I think, uh, I think oh, the, passed yeah, away in that yeah, yeah, accident. Yeah, the mm-hmm. um, jet ski or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. How many people go jet skiing and this never happens? And then you mm-hmm. know, that's crazy. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's it's yeah. And then, but but now yeah, when a celebrity goes through it, it brings it to the limelight, makes you to the forefront, it makes you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Keith, 
Have you heard? Uh, Mr. Beast, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's with the top YouTuber. Makes mm -hmm. a ton of money just off of making videos, and, and now he's actually has products and merchandise that are um, could be found in Walmart. One of them being his Feastables um, line. I think he makes cookies. He also has like a ghost kitchen that's nationwide that, you know, they serve burgers. Um... So he was at a restaurant and he uh, had a waitress and instead of giving her just a regular tip, he asked her the biggest tip she ever gotten and gifted her with car keys, a $21,500 um, Toyota Corolla. Um, dope car, you know what I mean? Um, I think it, it, nice looking. The only problem, I guess, with some people had, I didn't think it was- She owned a Range Rover. <laughs> no, she she actually says in the video she was late to work because she couldn't get a ride that yeah, day. Yeah. So she need she was in need of a car, and I don't know how he knew what you know. What I mean, Mister mm. Beast be helping out a lot of people, but we gonna get to that in a second. But basically, he caught flack for this because his logo was on the side of the car, <laughs> and it's like I don't know. It just I had to speak about this because it was actually the second time in in recent months that something happened like this. Mister Beast made a video where he gave a hundred people sight. You ever seen those videos where those guys are given sight? Uh, they they do the procedure on them. I haven't get to see. Uh, uh, I think I might have seen one. Actually, no, I saw one when like a little kid might have been colorblind and he was able to see in color. See something for the first time. Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. So, Mister Yeah, Mister Beast was doing like um basically like procedures, paying for procedures to be done to help people get their sight back, and he was still getting hate for that. And it was like I'm just confused now. Like with this particular thing, they're trying to say, "Yo, you gave her a, a, a logo to drive around in." She could do whatever she want with the car. Right. <laughs> like, if she don't got to drive around with it, she could wrap it. She could do something, whatever that she want. I'm sure she's just happy because of the car. But it's like, how you hate on my man giving people sight? <laughs> giving people gifts? Like, he he make a ton of money on YouTube, and then he takes it back and gives it back to the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I think it's just one of those things where Twitter, it's just easy to hate on people. And I hate that it's about the internet, bro. Like, <laughs> my man is actually out here doing good, good deeds. You know what I mean? Charitable deeds, taking his money and, and putting it back to the people. And you still find hate because of it. Oh, no, you're making content out of that. You're doing this. It's like, come on, man. You can't help nobody nowadays? <laughs> is he flashy? I don't I don't know. I know his name because he's the biggest, but like, is he a flashy dude or? Nah, wouldn't wear jewelry. You would think he was broke if you sat right next to him in a restaurant. You know what I mean? He's he's super uh, humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's just, and I guess maybe, you know what I mean? I know more about him. So I think when you know a little bit about somebody, it makes it easier to understand what, what their motivation is as opposed right. to you just heard, read a headline and you're thinking that people do this for attention because there is a population of people on the internet that do right they they give people gifts mm. money in the street do things like that just to get likes and, and 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 plays and stuff like that so mr beast really isn't on that he just made a ton of money on youtube and was like yo give it back like what else am i gonna do with it like and he makes dope video uh dope videos with him you know what i mean but like I don't know. Do you give a 24-year-old waitress a car? Like, how, do, how does that turn into hate? I, I, I think now he's just immune to it, though. I think after he's seen, you know, I gave people sight. <laughs> I'm out here doing miracles and people still hating on me. <laughs> I did literally did miracles, brother. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, and the reason I asked you, is he flashy? I've I never seen a dude before, but the other day, um, I was thinking about J. Cole, right? Like, mm -hmm. J. Cole looked broke as fuck, but, like, mm -hmm. he's more loaded than he's ever been. And he he went to the, the P's to listen to an up-and-coming dude rap. Like, you just standing in the, the the project lobby, just listening to the, the little homie rap. And people, wow. like, act like this shit was, like, you know, like, some real charitable shit, which it is, right? Because he mm -hmm. gave, he, he let some of his um, cred rub off on homie. I'm sure homie uh, could, potentially has a bigger platform than he had before. But it was like, that's good old J. Cole, but this dude literally, 
you want to see, bang. You go ahead and see. <laughs> You're late to work because you, you ain't got no wheels, bang. Here goes some wheels. And uh, that shit, just the, the thought of that shit is crazy. Standing in a lot. Not to, and J. Cole does real shit, but I'm just mm-hmm. putting saying that one example of like, he was just standing in the lobby. He's like, man, that dude J. Cole, man, he got a heart of gold. But Mr. Beast, multiple people get to see now. <laughs> Somebody could get to work on time and, and feed their you know, family or whoever. And they hating on him. So, that, yeah, it's just crazy. Now, yeah. he, he's, he's done more than that. Like, uh, they say he's known for his acts of generosity. He's raised $20 million to plant 20 million trees. He adopted every dog in one animal shelter. He bought a private island and gave it away. Um... I used to, I remember back in the day how I heard about him. He would just hop on people's Twitch streams that weren't as popular as him and just tip them like $500. And then motherfuckers would see us from him and be like, oh shit! That's crazy. <laughs> Mr. B's getting, you know what I mean? So he yeah. always been doing this, you know what I mean? Homeless shelters, helping everybody out. Like, um, nah, it, 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 and I think to your J. Cole point, I think what allows the Mr. Beast and the J. Coles to still move and that hate not really hit them is because they not flashy, right? Mm-hmm. They so accessible. It's like they like I, that's what I would want if I'm worth millions of dollars to still be dressing like I'm not like that. I don't need to outshine you with tons of jewelry. I don't need to outshine you with a, a big ass car. You know what I mean? Fancy car. Like I want to be able to go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And still have that accessibility that I have. And I think that's what a lot of people when they hit that celebrity that they they if you just make someone feel lesser than you by your appearance, I think it, it kind of stops your accessibility. Now you got to worry about your security. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you also got to think of it like. The videos and social media is like Mr. Beast's lifestyle. So if he if he donates, it may just end up reflecting his his life. Like that's it's it's kind of what he does. I'm sure he has to put in many hours a day. You know what I'm saying? It's like a dude showing up to happy hour in the scrubs. He's like, oh, what do you do? A surgeon? I work just came off a 14 hour shift. You wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, oh, you bitch ass man, you gotta come here and scrubs and show niggas that you you're a surgeon. <laughs> and Mr. Beast is a is an influence, and it's like, well, he's gonna be doing influential type shit, even in him doing uh, charitable shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he makes con- making content is his thing. But like yeah. any t- correction, he gave a thousand people sight. Excuse me, <laughs> and turned it. <laughs> turned it. <laughs> He's out here doing biblical stuff, bro. Yo, that's biblical <laughs> shit. When people write that, look, when they're going to write about this shit today in about 200 years when they look back at just the archives. But yo, you heard about this nigga, Mr. Mr. Beast? Thousands <laughs> of people can see. All right, Keith, before we get up out of here too, uh, have you heard Magic Johnson uh, was part of the group looking to buy the NFL's Washington Commanders for $6 billion. Um, That'll add on to his ownership in... The Dodgers, the Sparks, and the Los Angeles Football Club. Magic Johnson trying to buy it all up, bro. <laughs> Six billion for the Washington uh, Commanders is uh, what Adam Schefter's reporting that Daniel Schneider uh, would like <laughs> to get it. I would like to see Magic Johnson get in a football game, though. That'd be pretty dope. You know, yeah. what I mean, he's he's just so such an influential guy, man. Such a great business person, and to see it from a former athlete, that would be litty. That would be fun. At it like I'll be. I, I wonder because. Um... As I understand, he's a, at least in basketball, he's a pretty good recruiter. So I'm, I'm wondering mm-hmm. like what, how that would translate to other sports. I, I wonder what how he's done in baseball and what he could potentially well, do in football. I'm looking at his teams right now. I'm not 100% sure about the Los Angeles Football Club. I know they're pretty good, but I'm not sure about the championship record. But I know the Dodgers and Sparks 
championship teams since right. he's since he's been involved. So you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a winning team to be a part of. Man. Yeah. Um. Nah. Shout out to to Magic Johnson, just a super like a, a hero in this game, and, and that's gonna bring us on to you know what I mean our next segment. Stay tuned before when Keith gets out of here, we gonna move on to Perfect Talk, Product Talk with my man Ambro. He's gonna be talking about his new single, his new video with drops, and if you know about any small business owners looking to showcase what they're trying to do, tell them how at you know what I mean Perfect Talk podcast, and uh, we gonna showcase them on Perfect Talk, Product Talk. But Keith, man, that's a, that's the segment in the books, man. Uh, tell my people where they can find you at, brother. Instagram, me and my underscore thirty five. Definitely, man. Go check your boy Keith out. I'm gonna hit y'all with all mine later in the show. But um, Keith, before you get up out of here, bro, what you watching nowadays? I- I've been trying new shit. I've been I've been like on Hulu. There's a lot of shows on there. And I-, I I tried like two new ones. This fool is like a Mexican kind of show. Yo, man. I don't know if you like it, man. That shit. That's my shit. <laughs> I only watched one episode, but I'm like, I- I'm-, I'm in. I'm in. Yo, I'm- man. I love. <laughs> I love, man. You know me, man. I love shows that go full ridiculous, like <laughs> so. Like full, I love fart sounds and shit like that. So all all my Instagram videos, the, whatever the, the algorithm just keeps fe- feeding me shit that somebody get like punched in their stomach and a fart se- sound effect just come out of <laughs> shit like that. It's crazy. Or, or the pig, <laughs> the pig screaming and shit. So this fool man, that shit is fire, man. That show is dope. Nah, I like it. I like it. Weebay is in that bitch. The the uh the dude, the young dude from um Sopranos. Well, he ain't young no more, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm about to call him. I almost said Anthony Soprano, but now nah, you're talking about the nephew. Yeah, Christopher. yeah. Christopher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that that show was fire. But I'm I'm watching Snowfall final season. Okay. And then okay. it's cool. It's 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 a cool last season. Like it's 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 hit a peak. It's hard to keep a show fresh for six seasons. I, yo, I, I noticed that too. I think three is a lifespan. Like yeah. three is a nice little mid range, and then like. Cause show a lot. The, the what I would say is uh, in the past couple of years, a lot of people be like, by the last season it falls off. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's hard to keep a show stretch. You know what I'm saying for that amount of time. But um, nah, nah, good to see them get six seasons out of there because that was that was huge, man. Yeah, and then uh, and John Singleton, uh, I think he, he was one of the creators. creators so he yeah. passed away in, uh, during the show's tenure. Mm-hmm. And then of course, uh, Damson Idris, he was he also has a little feature role in that show's Swarm on uh, Prime Video. The joint where Don, every Donald Glover, well, yeah, the Don, the Donald Glover created it, and mm-hmm. everybody circulated that video of him clapping cheeks with uh, Chloe Bailey. Chloe, Chloe Bailey, <laughs> <laughs> is she part of? Is she a main character on the show, or she's just she like, got a feature? Oh, okay, she's a main character. Um, but that show sucks, man. I ain't gonna lie. I got through, <laughs> I got through five, six episodes. It's one of them joints where it's like, all right, black cast. Okay, Donald Glover did it. Uh, okay, all right, I'm tune in. First episode sucked. I'm like, all right, this is going to pick up. Second episode, all right. Third episode sucked. Fourth episode sucked. <laughs> and I'm just, you know what it, what it made me think of? It made me think of um, when you heard about Get Out, right? You just mm-hmm. heard about it. You didn't see no previews or nothing like that. And you heard, yo, the nigga from Key and Peele is directing a scary movie. Oh, but he's a smart dude, but. It's a nigga from Key and Peele directing a scary movie. Scary movie, yeah. That shit's going <laughs> to suck. And, but it was really good. But the thing is, like, what I expected from Get Out, that's what Swarm is. It was like, oh, the dude from Atlanta made uh um is making like a thriller. Oh, I I tune into that. That shit it'd be good, but it might suck though, because I saw the you know third and fourth season of Atlanta. And then I watched it, man. I, I don't like it, man. It's one of them joints where um I'm watching, I'm like, man, maybe I'm not sophisticated enough. But then eventually <laughs> I said, man, I'm about to be 40, man. I'm sophisticated enough. This shit sucks, bro. <laughs> you was waiting for something to happen that basically wasn't happening. It's right? like little funny parts, but it's like it's not a comedy. 
There's mm. of course the kid, the violent killing parts, but it's not a great thriller. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm like, man, this shit sucks. I gotta check it out now. I gotta uh, well, not check it out, but not, you gotta I, hate I heard... watch it because <laughs> just I don't hey, know if you go watch it on double speed, like watch it on double speed <laughs> or some shit like that. Like just half an episode, like skim through it and just be like, you'll get the gist of it, bro. I have, but no, to your point, I have heard like in Twitter comments and stuff like that. I've heard that same critique you just gave. Like, it's, show's kind of meh. But um, Soft, it's what bro. I learned with a show is you you don't have the time to like stretch things out, character development like that. You got to get to it. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to get to it early. And they they try to do it with that sex scene, and I don't think it was enough to hold people. I mean, I guess well, you got, they got five episodes out of you. <laughs> so. yeah. Donald Glover got five episodes out of me. I'm like Donald Glover. I could sit through eight or ten episodes. However, this is seven episodes. I could sit through that. Nah, man, that shit is. It's just it doesn't lead to nothing, man. You can't kill that many people and be like. Just have me sitting there. You just keep killing people. Like you got to make something of it. <laughs> so I, I guess you're not going to finish the, the the season, right? I might finish it because like I'm more than halfway through it, but it'll be like on some maybe in November type shit. <laughs> well, get back if if the show turns around, get back on here. You know what I mean? Give them that Jonathan Majors follow up like we did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we can't just run you through the mud and then you know what I mean? <laughs> and do that. But uh. Yo, Keith, man, always a pleasure doing an episode with you, brother. Thank you for taking time. Congratulations once again, brother. It is, it is a blessing. I do not want to brush right over that, man. You brought a beautiful baby girl into this world. I'm happy for you, man. I I, I met you when we were, what, 13, 14, and to see you where you at now, man, is it's a beautiful thing. So keep doing your thing. Actually, there, like 11, 12, but yeah, man. We, oh, junior high school, right? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking up the story tonight. We met in high school. <laughs> 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 Yo, man, uh, peace and blessings, man. Always a good uh, episode rocking out with you, man. The people love it. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> Say goodbye to the people, man. For shizzle. Peace. Yo, stay tuned, though. Up next, my man, Ambro Shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned, my man, Ambro. Up next, Perfect Talk, Product Talk. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, y'all. We back, man. As promised, I got my guy in the building. Y'all know him. No introduction necessary. But in case you don't, recording artist. And bro, he's in the building with us. What's going on, brother? Bless, bless. What's good? What's good, man? Just uh, living and appreciating life because life is good. I like yeah, that. Man. I like hearing that, man. I know usually you're checking in from um, Arizona, right? But now you are. Yeah, in- usually I'm out in AZ, but yeah. I'm on vacation right now nice, in Orlando. Nice. Sunny Florida, you know what I mean? I like to hear that. I like to see. And you said, and I thought you were out there for business, but you said you were out there just getting your mind right and networking and, um, and also having a little vacation time as well. So, you know what I mean? I like that. Well, it, it turned out to get near my, my mind right, but because mm-hmm. there was a lot of business opportunities that came my way while I was out here. Mm. And I'm just like, I, I don't want to miss those opportunities also. So it was kind of a blend of both. Like, yeah, I like, I like that. No, no, because you got to like, it, it, it's people take vacation like for granted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we we in that um culture of just grind, 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 hustle, 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 take no time. You know what I mean? Now that, that little time to yourself, to get your mind right is so important, bro. It, it, it's 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 just as important as grinding hard. To be honest with you, I think because you'll burn out without it. Honestly, and that's why I, this vacation happens because I'm burning out because mm. I do a lot of work from home, um, backdoor tech work. Um, I work for DoorDash. Okay. Um, and like we have a new department that I created with them, so it's like there's a lot of work there, and there's a lot of figuring out workflows and shit like that. So it's just. I work like six days a week mm-hmm. working from home and I don't really get to see that much sunlight unless I step out on a break. So mm. it's like, I need uh, some healing, bro. I need, yeah. I need a, 
just need to chill for a second. So I was like, yeah, let me go to Florida. I got family out here. My fiance has family out here. Um, it was just mad fun, dude. And I'm having a blast. Like, I ain't never had this much fun. Nah, that's good to hear, man. And something I want to talk to you about that I talk to a lot of the small business owners that we chop it up with is, like, that work-life balance. I know, um, and you might still be on it. I know you, you took a little break from social media. Um, I, th I think you came back, you know what I'm saying? Or you might still be on it kind of like, you know what I mean, get, getting your feet wet back into it. But um, even that, as, as important as taking time off from social media, and why I like talking to... Uh, entrepreneurs on our level is because we still got the the day job, right? You know what I mean? To finance our, our dreams, to finance what it is we want to do. So how do you find that balance? Like you just mentioned, working a day job on top of living out your dreams. Um, I can honestly say I'm still seeking that balance, you know, but okay. I, I don't want any one side to take a hit. Mm. So it's like, instead of like figuring out a balance, I just thrust myself into it and you know, while I'm in it, I'm like, okay, this works for me. This works for me. This doesn't work for me. And if I ever need a break trying to do social media, bro, I'll always take a break. I'll take a break tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like I, I was out here and I would just leave my phone. Mm. And I left my phone for the whole day for like 14 hours. How'd that feel? And it was refreshing, bro. Like, cause <laughs> I'm a social media head. Like I love to post. I love photos and video i'm a mm -hmm. video I, I shoot videos so um i i don't know it's just really refreshing and, and you just gotta know yourself yeah. like if you feel pressure to go to social media you need to stop is, is that why you took the break the the social media hiatus that you had how long did it last for like let the people know about um, it what the it reason wasn't too long. It? it was like two two weeks two okay. three weeks um because I was feeling pressure, I was like, damn, I got to post something to maintain mm. what I'm doing, the work that I'm doing, the consistency I've already put out there. And it's like, dude, I've been constantly posting and doing social media for way too long, like 10 years. And it's like, my soul is gone for a little bit and I need <laughs> yeah. to get it back. 100%, bro. Like, and, and, and what I realized, too, is there's no right answer to that because everyone's work-life balance is... Uh different because we're all in different situations like i'm a i'm a creator you know i also have a day job but i also got a kid you know what i'm saying so yeah, now you throw that yeah. extra wrench in there and like you said it's just ain't nothing to it but to do it you know what i mean it, it, i guess they'll figure it out and i look back and be like how did i get everything done but while i'm in it i'm just trying to get stuff done it's like i right, let's put this hat on let's put that hat on you know what i mean whatever the 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 moment uh requires of me you know what i mean and, that's the and, best way to figure it out just yeah. jump into battle bro and then you'd like all right that works you might fail you might get stressed out but then that's when you got to be able to pull yourself away restart refresh and then jump back into battle because with your new lessons uh -huh. you know what i'm saying like exactly. it's like all right i know on uh, social media this shit was fucking this shit was messing with me mm -hmm. <laughs> and um i gotta chill on that you know I don't need to no longer maintain or post this many times to maintain something. It's like, find what works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your eyes off the followers and the views and the likes because that will get to you, bro. No, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Now, and you, you, you can say it's fucking with you, bro. We, <laughs> we all adults up here. We know how. Okay, it, it, yeah. still be fucking with us. Like now, it, it's a burn. Even to what you said earlier with the social media, or maybe you in, in, encounter this as an artist. Is like you feel that pressure, especially if you saw momentum coming. You saw gains coming from it. You feel that pressure to be like always keeping up with it. But then, as artists, I consider myself an artist as well. It's like we also want to stay true to our artistic nature, and I'm not just putting shit out just to put shit out. 
You know what I mean? I'm not just pumping this out just to stay in your in, in the zeitgeist of everything. How do you find that balance? Like, Because I could think as an artist, you'd be like, man, I take them two weeks off on social media. Somebody else is getting ahead, right? That's that culture we were talking about earlier. Somebody else is always working while we're sleeping. Somebody else is always moving. It's like, so how do you balance that out, staying true to your artistic nature, but, not, but still trying to avoid the burnout as a human being? I run my own race. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to compete. I was very competitive, especially when I did more hip hop. Mm -hmm. That's just the nature of that genre. Um, but I realized my message is different now. Okay. And I'm trying to be about more healing and mental health and just positivity and things like that, bro. So not many people's running that race. So I'm good. Like, I'm running my own race. If people don't subscribe to it for a while, that's okay. They'll need it again. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I mean, I'm not concerned with it. I think, yeah, because I think like that, that nature of uh, being viral, right? Just everybody all looking at you at the same time. It You start to think that's the norm because you see it in this person got it, then that person got it. Not even realize it's not just one person that's always viral, right? I mean, you, you, there's some people who really know how to play the game well, but right. for the most part, they end up playing themselves, right? Because they're just trying too hard to always stay with what, what, what people are talking about. And I think the more realistic view of it is like, you're going to have videos, reels, clips that come out that, that don't get the amount of numbers that you like. But if you really look at everyone, everyone does that. You got these. If you look at everyone's uh, body of work, you'll see, you know, 100 views. But then this one got 100,000. But then, you know what I mean? The next one after that might only got 30. You know what I'm saying? So it's Honestly. like, it's really that up and down that you see it. And I think we got to more so normalize in our minds. A lot of people will feel like, oh, shit, I just got 100,000. This next video I drop, this next episode I drop, this next song I drop, got to get 200. And it's like, that's not always how it work. Like you said, everybody doesn't need everything at the same time. And what's great about what we do is it's our body of work is always there. They can go back to it. They can rediscover yeah. Can, you know I mean? And the like, thing is, I used to like look at other people's pages and like, oh, shit, I got to do what this person is doing because they're in my lane. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like. You 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 don't look at the views, you look at the content, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You got to figure out what what you want to put out there consistently. Like, what is your brand? And it'll come. Like your community, your your viewers will come and just just stick to that, man. Don't worry about the build, the journey, or whatever. Just worry about the destination type shit. Nice, like, nice. Now tell tell them about. Um, I know you just released a new video, and I want you to uh, you know, tell them the song. You actually premiered it on here on Perfect Talk, which I thought was pretty dope. I liked the song when I heard it, and then the visual matched with it completely. Like it, it, it like as much as I like the song, the visual just went neck and neck with that. And uh, tell them about the song. Tell them about the video. And I, I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions about you know really what 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 made you come up with this vision. Okay. Um. So come a long way. Uh. This is my latest single. It's my favorite single. It allows me to speak my my story. Mm -hmm. um, it was a dope video. I, I I ended up working with this douche um, Hatch out here in, in out in Arizona. Shot by Hatch. Okay. Um, local videographer. He's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, so what I ended up doing is I I didn't know what I wanted, but I know um, I wanted like a coffee vibe, you know, that video, uh, West Indies yeah. was very like homely, mm -hmm. you know, and things like that. So I wanted to get that vibe with kind of like partying a little bit, kind of like celebrating that we've made it this far. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
initially I had booked this studio out in Tempe, Arizona, but they shafted me. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, they tried to get more money out of me or something like that. Like I tried to book the studio and then there was like this section is included in the package, but if you want it clean, you got to pay more money. Wow. Like, so you're renting shit out dirty? Like, <laughs> wow. Whatever. But I ended up going on um, one of these um, apps that allows you to find locations where you can rent out. And I just oh, rented really? out that house. Yeah, uh, I rented I out that house. I didn't even know that service existed. Like, you could, you could do that. Yeah, they have. It's like a... Um, I, I really wish I remember where I got that joint from. <laughs> but, so they, they didn't pay for the advertising but I, like yeah, I said, it's like an airbnb thing though it's yeah, like yeah. people own houses like beautiful houses and they rent that rent it out for like 50 bucks an hour 100 mm. bucks an hour that's fine yeah. so um i was talking to the video guy to like capture the right imagery and i was trying to like make it cinematic uh-huh so, like, you know, having that intro where it's, like, the realization that I've come a long way, having a dialogue with one of my homies. Okay. And just transitioning from that into celebrating it. So, it's showing that you're celebrating how far you've come along. Mm. Um, and I have a lot of people in the video that's come a long way. So, it's all a reflection of that. Nice, nice. Let me ask you a question, because uh, real quick, um, about the just video making process. Like did so did you direct the video or would you say the videographer directed it? Is that I directed it. It directed it. Okay. So what does what does each role do? What does a videographer do as opposed to uh does the director come up with the concept and then he takes so videographer is a made up term. Okay. No bull. All right. Um he's the camera guy. Mm. He's the camera guy and the editor. So you give him your vision, he shoots I, it, and then he 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 makes the the the, the cutting room edits oh, yes. on the, on the, okay. Yes, but with this particular project, um, it wasn't handled correctly. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, Why so? Well, first of all, he got the credit for directing. <laughs> That's oh, one okay. thing. Like, <laughs> but that was just more of I, I, the way we move in AZ is like the person who shoots it, you just do your credit shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not on that, pla- on that level no more. It shit needs to be right. And yeah, I realized yeah, yeah. that after finishing the project. But there's the camera guy, there's the editor, that's usually the videographer. Mm-hmm. And then director, he pretty much directs through the video, like, okay, you move here, you move here. Okay, this would be a better shot. I want this shot here in this location. Yeah, Just guiding yeah, yeah. the camera guy through what shots to take. He's quarterbacking the whole thing. Quarterback in the whole thing. Okay. And that's pretty much what I did throughout the video, just making sure people are giving certain motions, movements, dancing, shit like that. Mm. Um, and then there's like the producer who puts everything together, you know, finds the location, finds the camera guys and the cast and the, and the, and the crew extras, and whatever. If you need extras yeah. and stuff like that, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's how it's pretty much broken down. There's more to it if you have like big projects, but mm. on a little level. No, 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 no. Because again, no, because like I didn't know that was made of. So I'm like, what exactly do the videographer do? Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, um, it's good to know that, and just really how like every single project comes together. And I'm assuming when an artist comes to you, they might want you to play those different roles. Like, hey, I might, I might want to direct it as an artist, but can you put it all together for me as a videographer? Or can you, can you, uh, you know, I mean, find us a director if we need one and things like that. Um, what I liked about this was though, it it was a real house party vibe to it. 
you know what I mean? A little, like a, a nice little energy that matched with the song. That, you know right. what I'm saying? It reminded me of just like, hey, kicking it at a weekend party and, you know, everybody really celebrating the the the, the spoils. You know what I mean? And, and, and the pretty fruits much. of their labor, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like that you you stay on that. It's like a humble vibe, you know what I mean? But not in a negative way. It's like, like you. I hate that too much when you see a lot of people get success. You see them, you know, advancing from where they were at or growing and they don't always keep that humility. What I like about what comes through your music, and I think it's something that's intentional, is that, you know, you, you keep a, hum a humbleness what you do um, on top of being like you still aspire to be that person it's not like a humbleness where it's like I'm lower it's like nah nah I, I kind of want to roll like that when I get some success I kind of want to move like that and, and still be grateful of the, of the blessings that come my way still be grateful of the achievements that I have man um, what do you do in your personal life that I think makes that easier to come through in your music you know what I mean like are you big on meditation you big on prayer Dungeon, um, man Straight ganja. <laughs> Keeps you positive. No, that's that's <laughs> straight ganja. And I do I do meditate and yoga. Like I it started with me doing things that I saw people who were like the way I wanted to be. That makes mm -hmm. sense. So explain that a little more. Like, like for instance, musically, um, I would look at how J. Cole moves. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And he moves a certain way. He doesn't care about his hair per se he cares but he, he he's he not dressing in a bunch of designer way. clothes to try yeah. to impress you with jewelry or stuff like that yeah he's alluded to that early in this episode when speaking about j cole which is funny you yeah. that up. It, yeah it's just kind of that energy so like there's like yogis out there or spiritual enthusiasts out there that i'll just like kind of take a look at and it's like you know what that's good for my life mm. and i'll just take it on and try to see if it's a good fit and if it sticks it sticks if it doesn't it doesn't so yeah is, uh, is we legal out there not in, in Orlando? No, no, no. I know it's not in Orlando. In, um, oh, in yeah. Um, in Arizona, yeah. All the way to recreational. Okay, yeah. No, that's, that's fire because actually New York has been legal for like over over a couple a year now, but they just in, in the capital region where I'm at, and it's literally like around the corner from me, um, it was a CBD spot and they just became an official like THC dispensary now. You know oh, what sure, I mean? Man. So, yeah. like, and, and I drove by it in the past, they, like yesterday was the first day that they opened up, lying around the block. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You would think it's just like iPhone, new iPhone coming out back in the day. It's but it's like it's it's I say all that to say is it's um and I, it, you kind of said it in a joking way, but I think that was your honest answer. Like ganja do help. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's beautiful to see where it's come, not only medically, you know what I'm saying, to see that the acceptance that it has, but even just recreationally, you know what I mean? To see Honestly. like Yeah, to see like this is something it, it that really it really like I'm glad this, the the narrative's changing behind mm -hmm. weed. Because it helps in so many different aspects. Like I'm trying to get my mom to start using it because she has a lot of pain. Yeah, you know, like things like that. So I said it on this podcast before. Like I'll be sending my parents uh, CBD. You know, what I'm saying to help with that pain and stuff like that, and, and, and things that they have. But even just like you know, what I'm saying actual THC and everything. It, you know, do your research on it, make sure you know it. But even like the 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 rise of edibles. You know, what I'm saying people don't even have to smoke it no more. You know, what I'm saying tinctures. Right. I know people that do put it in their drinks. You know, what I'm saying so it, it's pretty dope. Like I think that that we've been able to have that acceptance of it because it is very beneficial to, to society yeah. uh, as a whole. <laughs> um, the song we like to do around here is uh, shout out to my guy, Spec. We said earlier in this episode, um, thoughts and prayers with him too. He's actually recovering Big from COVID. Spec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still recovering from COVID. Um, and something we do around here in honor my guy, Spec, is called uh, Put Some Respect on My Name. You know <laughs> what I mean? And uh, what we do is we say we either got a little respect for something or a little bit of speculation. Um, so I'm gonna hit you with a couple topics and just get your opinion. The stuff that's been going on in popular culture, um, just to see what you might think about it. You know what I mean? And this actually will make this a, a entertainment 
related, put some respect on my name. All these guys are, you know, entertainers right now, and I consider you an entertainer as well. So I would like to get from your entertainer standpoint how you feel about some of these situations. Uh first up, put some respect on my name. My name come up respect. Yeah. Let's go. Stop playing with my yeah. name. Takashi 69 found himself in a situation uh where he was jumped at a LA fitness in Florida. Um it was caught on camera. Um and it, it probably was had to do with it. he snitched on you know, some of his uh, people that he called friends or gang members or whatever the case may be to get himself out of some trouble, but was still kind of walking around like everything was honky-dory. Um, now, I I I'll answer first with this one, why I guess I, uh, whether I have respect or speculation for it, and, and, and something I'll say about hip-hop is there's a lot of hypocrite, uh, hi hypocrite, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Hypocrites in the world of hip-hop. <laughs> Um, or just a, 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 a hypocritical ideas is actually by probably a better way to say it because like a lot of these concepts of just like I, I, I'm um, never being in love, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's, that's not realistic. Or um, even something some as, as simple as the snitching rule. Like you see, like oh, snitching is, is, is frowned upon, but on the same end, we got movies made about people who snitch. You know what I'm saying? We we right. glorified people who snitch, and and we've just just knowing about the legal system. The legal system exists because of people flipping on their friends or or, or their co-defendants or things of that nature. So we know it exists way more than the culture alludes to it. And then something I think Takashi did that was big on why he blew up. Now, now, I wasn't a big fan of his music or anything like that, but why I think he got popular was because he was pointing out the hypocrite, uh, hypocrites in hip-hop. He's pointing out the hypocritical ideas. And he was like, I'm going to talk about your favorite gangster rappers and nothing's going to happen to me. And he, and it was, it was coming to light. So now, while I think I got a, a little bit of res uh, respect for this spec uh, situation, and I do not condone violence in any way, but it's like, you can't have a culture saying that, yo, snitch is bad, or, or we frown upon it, and then you got somebody walking around, like, like everything's hockey door. It just, it makes the whole system look crazy. It makes it look like that. So in, in, in that respect, I guess I got to put respect on it. It's like, yo, if we're going to put an idea out there as a culture, somebody lived up to it. Do I think it's smart what these three individuals did, or however many were involved? Not at all. Um, as news is coming out, some of them are being identified. You know what I mean? We're finding out more stuff about them. We don't even know if they have a personal connection to anybody that 6 9 might have snitched on, which makes it seem a little even crazier. Um, and for that, I got speculation because I'm like, I don't, I, I would hope you wouldn't put yourself in trouble just to prove a point of how, you know, gangster the, the idea is, how gangster something that we know is built on a hypocritical idea is. So it's like, this situation is kind of a little bit weird, but I guess at the end of it, I got respect for hip hop saying that punishments will be dealt out and this being it. Now I even got respect that they didn't, they could have killed him in there, but they didn't. They old school ass whooping. <laughs> not that that was good, but it was, but it, not, I don't want nobody to die. I don't want to see no violence. And you know what I mean? Old school ass whooping still sends a message. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. I, I guess just looking at all of it, you got respect or a little bit or, or speculation for the situation as a whole. I was going to say uh, speculation until you said that last part about the old school ass whooping. Because <laughs> honestly, though, some people do need to be put in their place. Like, but I'm not an advocate of violence. And I'm, I'm, and I'm sure you're not as well. Yeah. And because these days we're trying to change society, it's just not a cool thing. It's, that's such a old school mindset. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like those were probably grown men beating on another grown man. Oh, so it's like, high school shit, job? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like you clocked out of work to go beat on another human being. Like, are you kidding me? And that's like that's the thing. Like 
to find time to have these negative type of mindsets and just put your hand on another person. Like, like what if what? I don't put this out there, but what if six nine was strapped? He would have been in the. He would have. He would have got away with it. <laughs> he would have been in the right because you didn't. What is like stand your ground? If they got in Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would have got away with it. Yeah, but, three but, but, grown men, three families would have been ruined. Mm -hmm. Maybe even four, because who knows how it would have affected Takashi. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you gotta think broader, bro. Like it's like I got I got beef with people. People got beef with me, mm -hmm. dude. I I made a comment on Instagram and some dude was like oh, throwing shade towards mm -hmm. me. So it's like, okay, I could be like, yo, next time I see him, it's going down. Or he could be like that with me. And then everything I'm trying to build is over, bro. Yeah. I'm good. I don't respect that shit, bro. Like, mm. and something I think with me and you that, that I think is similar is I don't think we hold grudges for that long. Like, we get over shit because we know the heaviness that holding a grudge has on us personally. Like, even I said with the Chris Rock special that came out, I was like, shout out to Chris Rock in a Twitter generation to hold his feelings in for long enough to get the bag from it from Netflix. But at the end of the day, I can't be mad about something that happened a year ago. <laughs> like I either would have dealt with no, it or got over. He wasn't even it. mad anymore. Like no, nah, nah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't. He got the bag from it, which I think is smart. It was kind of like have that patience to get your revenge type of thing. Mm -hmm. But but in reality, if if I was gonna look at something twelve months later, I probably still wouldn't even want to be talking about it. You know what I mean? You know how many like, blunts I would have smoked within <laughs> twelve months? Like I wouldn't even remember that shit, bro. <laughs> the brain cells would have went away. You know what I mean? Yeah, all those <laughs> memories are gone. New memories come. Nah, <laughs> Stay with the positive, man. Um, next up, though, respect or speculation. Um, and I know you've seen this. We spoke about it on last episode. Jonathan Majors got himself caught up in some legal trouble in a domestic dispute. He was uh, arrested. Um, uh, and a lot of conflicting stories came out. We've heard stories of uh, if if he made the phone call, the nine one one call, then we've heard others that he, he hasn't. Then we've also seen uh, text messages come out uh, allegedly from the victim in this in this um. Domestic uh, oh, dispute. I didn't hear that. Oh yeah. man! And I think, if I'm not mistaken, TMZ said that Jonathan Majors, his team, his legal team, actually released these text messages, which is kind of weird. I think me and Keith alluded to that earlier in this episode that your legal team would release it. Um, but it's it's kind of like you see a lot of legal battles being played out in the court of public opinion, and they got to win that Twitter battle, they got to win that Instagram battle because that might be the jury you have in a couple months. That's you know true. That's true. <laughs> so you see a lot of this happening nowadays. I even said earlier, Michael Irvin, he uh, caught a sexual harassment issue with, at the NFL Network um, at the Super Bowl. And it's like his lawyer had to come out with like play-by-play -play of the actual interaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's weird to see that outside of a courtroom, you know what I'm saying, in a press conference. But um, in this whole Jonathan Major situation, I guess what I want to get your opinion on is like, you saw the opinion on Black Twitter that Jonathan Majors is done, that his career is over. And I guess... I'm like, how are we saying something like that without finding all the facts, without letting the situation play itself out? Like, the Army uh, has commercials with him in it, and they decided to cut him. They're not going to play him anymore. And I, I think they've been the only ones that kind of was on that cancel, like, let's hop on an instant uh, reaction type of thing. But it's a, it's a dangerous place where you see people try to cancel you for allegations. So I guess, um, do you agree with that, that his career might be over? Or you think there's a bounce back here? You got respect or speculation that Jonathan Major's career is done? Honestly, <laughs> it all seems like a bunch of speculation because no, we don't, we're not getting any clear information. Like mm -hmm. his lawyers and the articles that I came across is like the 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 white girl made these claims, these false claims, multiple times mm -hmm. and retracted it. So it's like 
it could be speculation, but it could be like intimidation also. I don't know. Like just because Jonathan. I, I did hear something in New York though. When the police come out, they have to make if there's any like gray area, like bruises or anything like that, or you know what I mean. They kind of gotta make an arrest. They can't just leave the two people there because I guess that comes back on them. As you know what I mean. So I and think that's I, the thing, right? I guess I didn't get that. What like was she bruised up and like banged up like in the text like messages? Like a big motherfucker like Jonathan Majors was hitting on her. You know what it, I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. He is a he is a big guy. Exactly. Um, but I believe she did have bruises on her neck area. Um, from what the text messages said. Um, so it's like, it, it, it's, it's tricky. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's caught up. Yeah. Because you know how they, they try to do black men when you start getting a little success in Hollywood. So it's exactly. like, <laughs> it, he's not their Denzel. So because they don't look like what they would want a black man to be successful in Hollywood, they might mm. shut him down. He might have too much power or might be gaining too much power in Hollywood. Because he's yeah. popular right now. And... Like, he's probably one of my favorite actors right now. In the Marvel you know? Universe, he's Kang, which I guess is supposed to be across multiple different movies in the Marvel Universe as a, as a bad, um, as a, as a villain. So, you know what right. I mean? That's that's kind of like, we're building this around you, so to speak. We're building Legit. this universe. Like, he has a movies. saga yeah. of movies coming out based around him. Mm -hmm. so, I, I, I'm, so, I just want the truth. I can't yeah. really... It's all speculation for me right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree with that. Yeah, I, and I also think the truth comes out pretty fast, and the fact that this truth is kind of being slow rolled makes me kind of. I think that works in his favor. I think that kind of is like, yeah, there, there's because people are quick to want to expose you to cancel you to this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Throw something else. So the fact that we're still two, three weeks in there with question marks makes me think that this might be a gray area that might work out in his favor. So yeah, I think he's going to be okay because honestly, he would have felt there would have been more heat out there if it mm -hmm. was really like a bad situation. I mean, Army did pull, you said Army pulled their contract with commercials, them? Yeah, he had two commercials out with the Army. I, I don't know. We got to see the fact. That sucks. That, yeah. you, you messed with the man's bread right there. And I, I mean, that, and that just goes to any job. It's just like, I, I had a job at a warehouse where yeah, it's supposed to be innocent to proven guilty. They're like, no, if you get arrested, we actually let you go until you figure that legal situation out. And I'm oh. like, hey, what country is this? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, as we're at right now, we should be looking at Jonathan Majors innocent only because you're innocent until proven guilty. You know what I'm saying? Let's let, let's let's yeah, nothing that. else to base it off of. Like that's, that's how y'all talking. I yeah. like him as an actor. Oh, he's innocent. Like, no, we're <laughs> a lot of people roll like that too. Hell yeah. You it's see like, that. Kang the Conqueror is innocent. And that's that. <laughs> before before we get out of here, like I said, it's the entertaining version of entertainer version to put some respect on my name. And we got to talk about the number one entertainer out there in the world, Donald Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, <laughs> the entertainer in chief, the guy trying to be president again. Um, a couple weeks ago, said he was going to be arrested. We were like, when's this arrest happening? What's going on? The indictment came down this week. They decided to oh. indict, indict Trump, you know what I mean? Trying to get him on um, election fraud, I believe using election funds to uh, give hush money to Stormy Daniels, former porn star Stormy Daniels for whatever uh, interaction that they had. Um, now, I didn't go front. I didn't think this was even going to happen. I thought like, yo, he was putting that out there. He was trying to get some attention for it, just get his election rolling again. So the fact that the indictment even happened, I'm like, damn, I, I, had, I, I guess I, I've been proven, I got respect. <laughs> I have been proven wrong, but uh, I ain't gonna front. I still got speculation that this is even gonna go anywhere. I think this is one of the things that they do to like try to embarrass him, try to put his name, run his name through the mud. But I can't imagine 
that this is gonna go anywhere to prison time or anything like that. And this, I don't think it's gonna slow down his range. I got a little speculation for it. How you feel? Um, Trump Trump gets access to a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Like just because he's no longer the president, he has his guys. So if he makes claims like such claims like that, it's probably coming down the pipeline. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, they might come after you. So for Trump, you know, he's a simple-minded dude. So he's like, oh, they're definitely coming after me. Then. Yeah, let me leak that out. So, let me leak that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, he has his guys. Like, I, I would take some validity with what Trump says now over when he was a president. Because mm, he can move even dirtier now. Right, because he, <laughs> he has nothing to lose right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Yeah, he don't got to... He don't gotta, Behave within any like set of rules. He back to rich boy rules. He's back you know to saying? rich boy rules. Yeah. You know He's what probably I'm more limited. Right. So if he says they're gonna indict him, he got his homie who told him like, "Yo, they coming for you." So it's like, take some validity with it, but I mean, it's Trump. I don't really yeah. pay him no, no mind. So, and also, I think this might make it more popular if he if he comes out victorious. Like, it's only gonna make his followers feel emboldened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Feel, yeah. So it's like, and that's gonna suck. So I guess what I what I really hope is this, is actual uh, legal justice being served and not political theater being served. You know what I mean? We're not doing this to sway some type of upcoming election to help Ron DeSantis get the lead. You know what I mean? Overthink that Those type of lines are so blurred now, though. It, it probably is. Yep, to your point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like everything has been a theater, theatrical in in politics lately. It's like so dramatic, dude. Like no, you're I, right. Like, Young and the Restless type shit. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I can't tell anymore. You just, nowadays, you just got to kind of like do your research or wait and see. Right. And and that's what I think what everybody needs. Take a beat, wait and see, man. (laughs) And uh, on on that note, man, that's another episode in the books. We're going to definitely leave them with the information, but you got a YouTube link that the people out there can check out? Yeah, yeah. so I'm out on YouTube as Ambro, A-M space B-R-O. And I, I have the YouTube link as well. I'll share with you. You guys can can tap in with that. Yeah, send that um, to me. I'll put, it, I'll put it right below in the, you know what I'm saying, so the people can see it. Um, y'all okay, can check that out. So, and I'll also have the, the description, the link in the description. So check that out. And go check out Ambro's new video. What's the name of it one more time? Come a long way. Uh, it's come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> Available on YouTube, video premiere. Available um, on YouTube, And also yeah. on all streaming platforms, right? It's available on all streaming platforms, whatever you listen to music on. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're on TikTok or or Instagram and you're doing the story stuff, it's available there as well. I like that. I like when I can throw your tunes on the stories. I love that, bro. Um, Yo, also, where can they find you at? On Instagram or TikTok or wherever you are, social media. Where can they find you at? You can find me on IG at Ambro IG. That's A-M-B-R-O-I-G. It's very simple. Um, And anything else is just Ambro, A-M space B-R-O. You will find me. Nice, nice. Your boy DJ Playboy. You can find me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Uh, also follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio, on Twitter at Perfect Talkers. Um, follow the website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Episode I do, uh, a radio show I do with my brother, DJ Show, uh, Money Talks Radio, and then my other radio show, The Night Shift, as well as AO Nation Friends, uh, the live podcast we do every Wednesday. You can find that on the website, or you could just watch it live 
on Instagram. You go follow at AO Niche. Um, follow your boy at Flick of Peasy. I'm sure you can find a link to get to where you got to. You know what I mean? And we'll have all that information in there. Um, every episode of Perfect Talk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify. And we're trying to get it on some more platforms. But wherever your podcasts are found, you know, search us in there. Um, search at Perfect Talk Radio. Or search, me, search Perfect Talk Radio. Um, typically, we come up. You know what I mean? If you can't find, how about your, your guy DJ Playboy? I'll send you a link. I got the link tree in the bio and all that. So, you know what I mean? Come check it out. Um, and just, yo. Everybody out there, keep doing what you do. Oh, shout out to everybody on YouTube checking us out right now. Keep doing what you've been doing and subscribe. Hit that like button. Check us out. Um, go check, like I said, and go check out my guy Ambro on YouTube. He got the video dropping right now. So peace and love to everybody out there. Um, Ambro, usually around this time, I, I like to ask either Keith or Speck, whoever I'm rocking on an episode with, um, what they watching nowadays on television, what they listening or books they reading, any type of uh, you know, what I mean, media that you're taking in right now that you like that you want to showcase. Um. I'm actually got my sis put me onto uh, this new series called Warrior on HBO Max. Okay, it's um it's it's like a kung fu style series, mm. but um the, the the filming is like amazing. So I I it, I would recommend anybody check it out who likes kung fu action and it's like very modern like Warrior? modern style filming. Like yeah, it's really I, good. I would be a keeper talking about this a couple of weeks ago. How come everything HBO drop be heat? Everything is fire. <laughs> Yo, pristine work, bro. Like, they're on their shit. Like, ten, it's crazy, dude. 10 for 10 on everything that they drop, bro. I, I just... Even that Titans... Is it Titans? I think Titans, like, uh, like a um the DC sh- series. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Teen it Titans. Was, yeah, yeah, It was amazing, dude. Like, I, they I just really started watching uh, Last of Us. I just started getting into Last of Us. I, like, I wanted the whole thing to end so I could just run through it and binge through it. But one episode in, and I'm like, yo, this shit fire. So, you know, like I know I'm having a person that told me that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I got to check it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like to let everything rock. And the funny thing is I, I listen to so many podcasts that when people will start talking about it, I just skip past it. I'm like, I know I'm going to watch that show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, I'll be missing whole chunks of a podcast trying to keep up and not, <laughs> not have spoiler alerts. But yeah, yeah, go check out Last of Us. Go check out Warrior. You know what I mean? Go check out all that. I'm going to go check out some lotion. I'm looking at you right now. And uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Ambro, I'm going to check out this pool over here. And, right you know, up. Ambro, enjoy the, enjoy the rest of your vacation. I'm, I, I, I appreciate you checking in with us for Perfect Talk, Product Talk, taking the time with us today. And uh, say goodbye to the people, my brother. Yo, salute. Have a blessed day. Stay positive and definitely tap in with my boy, Plicka Plicka. Hey, right now, I'm going to leave y'all with a clip because I'm the king of cross promo. I'm going to leave y'all with a clip of Ayo Nisha and Friends where we was actually showcasing Ambrose's newest video. You know what I mean? So go check that out. And then right after you done, go to Ambrose's YouTube page and check out the Come a Long Way video, man. That's how we doing over here. Perfect talk, product talk. We up out of here, baby. Peace. Yes. yes. Shout out to the homie Ambro. We we here at AO Ear Candy real quick, where we introduce a song that has definitely uh that hit our radar. Um, this song right here is by the homie Ambro. He was definitely um he's he's been mentioned on the show quite quite a lot. And Ambro is originally from Boston. Uh, Brooklyn actually. Brooklyn. Yeah, he does spend time out in Boston. Boston now he's out okay. there in Arizona. Arizona, yes. Um, so he just came out with a uh video for his song entitled "Come a Long Way." Y'all check it out right here. Remember days all alone Me, myself, I was homeless Oh, my life was a beat Oh, my life was a beat Let's go, never stay down Thank you to everyone who tapped in and watched my new music video Left a comment, shared, all of that Hey, congratulations, Ambro! Come a long way Listen, we support, support 
all the artists out here, you already know if you want to have your song featured, hit us up, ayofriends3 at gmail.com. Once again, it's ayofriends3 at gmail.com. 